Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Joining us now is a former producer of Inside Edition, current producer of Trump Productions Real News Updates, and now a Fox News contributor. Please join me in welcoming Laura Trump to the Judge Jeanine Tunnel to Towers Foundation Sunday morning show. All right, Laura, it is the Sunday after the big sweep on Tuesday. Uh, You know, I think that a lot of the Democrats and a lot of the left, a lot of the progressives are somewhat stunned with what happened on Tuesday. What's your take? (laughs) Yeah, well, good morning to everybody. It's great (laughs) to be on with you as always, Judge. Um, Listen, they better be stunned. They got a whooping handed to them, didn't they? And, you know, the funniest part to me is that they brought out the whole slate uh, on the Democrat side. They brought their all-star team. If you can call Joe Biden an all-star, they think he is. Apparently, they brought in Biden. They brought in Harris. They brought in Obama. They literally brought in every single person they could think of thinking that somehow people are going to care about these folks and that that was going to inspire them to get out and vote. I actually think that was a big mistake of theirs. I think it looks like like what they always do, which is pander for votes, as though anybody cares about these people. What they found out is that what people really care about ultimately are their children, is their bottom line, is making sure that they have things that they need to impact their lives in a very positive way, that they have low taxes, that they can afford gas, that they can afford a turkey this Christmas and Thanksgiving. Those are the things that people have obviously shown that they care about and not the the quote unquote star power of the Democrat slate that they brought in. So, um, look, I think it just speaks to what we're going to see more of in the coming um, months, in the coming years. And certainly, I think by the time we get to next year, 2022, the midterm election year, I think this is a very telling situation. The fact that you had a blue state like Virginia elect a a Republican governor, lieutenant governor, attorney general, seven House uh, Republicans were were put in seats. It was an amazing, amazing situation to see. But it tells you the Democrat policies aren't working. People are not buying it. They are over it. And uh, what a great night for the Republican Party. Well, you know, there was one thing I must tell you, Lord Trump, that uh, the vice president, Kamala Harris, said uh, when they brought her into Virginia, I, I was somewhat surprised. I know she went to Vietnam uh, not that long ago, so you're never really sure where <laughs> she is, but she certainly is never right. where the action is. But what she said was, you know, this election and the results of it will portend what will happen in 22 and 24. Yeah. Well, she was absolutely right on that. And I agree with you. I think the people that they dragged in, the so-called illuminaries like Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, and even Barack Obama was a reminder of the leftist progressive agenda where Americans are, are, are suffering in terms of the economy. They're suffering in terms of inflation. You know, we've got a president over there at a Glasgow climate change conference falling asleep and oh. then actually saying 
you know, when people ask, what are we going to do about gas and, and, and the increasing gas prices? He said, well, we're going to have to push Russia and OPEC to push out more oil, which is so disappointing to a nation that depends so much on fossil fuel and a nation that your father-in-law, Donald Trump, President Trump, made energy independent. I mean, it's got to be so frustrating for you on a personal level as well. Oh, my gosh. Well, you're you're right. It's frustrating for all of us because, you know, I, and I think many Americans feel this frustration. We We see now, if you didn't know before, how great we had it under a president, Donald Trump, who was actually looking out for Americans, who was actually serving in an office, not because he needed the job, not because he was <laughs> a career politician, right. but because he cared about what happened to American families. He cared about what happened to our country. He put this country first. And when you're talking about the the oil situation, when you're talking about our energy independence, that was such a huge deal. I don't think he ever got enough credit for that, but he ought to get more because the fact that we were energy independent, but also a net energy exporter for the first time in American history was huge. It gave us such a strong footing on a world stage from a national security standpoint, because think where we get our oil from. You just mentioned Russia, the Middle East. These are actors we don't want to have to deal with in any way, shape, or form if we don't have to. And Donald Trump allowed us to have that power right here in America. It enriched Americans. It made our gas prices go down. Now, I'm telling you, I've got an SUV because I got two kids. I got a cart around all over the place. To fill that thing up, I am filling that up twice a week and it is crazy how quickly the price has gone up every other week i'm like shocked by how much money it takes to fill this car up laura trump it's not just me you go across the country everybody feels the same well it it is really a shame how it impacts look the average american is spending an extra 175 dollars a month for nothing just to just to exist. I mean, right. the price of beef is 17.6% higher than it was a year ago. And, you know, Biden is, is the man is clueless. But let's talk. I want to go back to the election. I mean, there's so much uh, I can talk to you, Laura Trump, about. But with this election, you know, Virginia was a, a plus 10 Democrat-leaning state. And, you know, you had this guy, he was a businessman, Yunkin, And he won. And now the Democrats are saying, you know, we've got to be the party of the parents. We are the party of the parents who protect the kids. I found that to be incredible. And, you know, now we've got uh, uh, Kevin McCarthy, congressman, who's putting together a parent's bill of rights. So we don't ever have to see what happened at Ground Zero in Loudoun County, Virginia, where parents are literally arrested, where the attorney general comes in when the school board National School Board Association makes up a claim that they're domestic terrorists uh, because kids, a uh, girl is being raped in school, a ninth grader, by a guy wearing a skirt one day and decides he's a girl. I mean, the crazy anti-American, the anti-law enforcement, anti-law and order things that are going on, and they want to be considered the party of, of schools? Yeah, I mean, it is, it's so laughable to think that they, they can, they still consider themselves, by the way, the, the party of parents. I mean, get the yeah. heck out of here. These people, what they are doing, the Democrat party to our educational system, to children all across America is, I mean, they, these people have, have done such a poor job 
not, if they operated in the real world and not in government, there's no way they would ever be employed again because that's how poor a job they've actually done with it. It is the Republican Party that has been saying you have rights as a parent to understand what your child is learning in school. You should not be labeled a domestic terrorist for going to a school board meeting and saying, hey, I don't like the idea that my child is being indoctrinated with hateful rhetoric that teaches them to hate their country and hate one another, critical race theory. And I want to learn more about what they're being taught in school. That label should never be put on any parent. It's a great thing to see that parents want to be involved. And, you know, it's probably the silver lining to COVID that parents actually started hearing about and seeing what their kids were learning in school, and they were horrified by it. So the fact that the Democrats think in, in any way that they are representative of America's parents, I oh, mean, what a ridiculous notion that is. And it's too late for them now because they've shown their true hand. And you saw it happen in Virginia and you almost saw it happen in New Jersey that that state almost elected a Republican governor as well. Because it's not just happening Cinderella, in Virginia, it's happening right. all across this country. And the parents have had enough. There's one thing I know as a parent, you want to see parents get involved. You want to see them step up to the plate, start messing with their kids. That's exactly <laughs> what the Democrats have been doing, and the parents are pushing back. Well, you know, the, the interesting thing is, you know, it's it's a, a friend of mine just sent me something that I'm going to send out, and uh, she said she was pressing a machine in New Jersey for Cinderella, and it just, the machine wouldn't take it. She kept hitting it with oh her finger, my. and it wouldn't take it. You know, and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it is, it's frightening what's happened. But the good news is we've got, uh, in Ohio, we want a seat in Ohio. In Buffalo, we had a, a progressive, you know, run against a uh, a writing candidate. The writing candidate won. Long Island, which, you know, Ann Donnelly, district attorney against a very well-known uh, state senator who, by the way, was pro, you know, turn him loose on the uh, no bail. Uh, and oh. so we're seeing it across the country. We're seeing it in Texas. We're seeing it in Seattle. It's across the country. It's not just Virginia. But I want to ask you That's about right. one more thing. Now, Lara, uh, you, Laura, you spearheaded the Trump-Pence Women's Empowerment Tour. And um, you were someone who was very involved in the women's movement uh, and then after the election in, in empowering women uh, in this country. Now, we elect, or in Virginia, the Commonwealth elected the first African-American woman, a former Marine, to be lieutenant governor. She was a Republican. And the attorney general, I believe, is Hispanic or Cuban. I'm not sure. And the squad, when asked about her, May, you know, reaching the highest level that no black woman has ever reached in the Commonwealth of Virginia had nothing to say. And it is yeah, stunning. The, these people are all phonies, Judge. I mean, we know that. But here they're proving it to you. If you had any question, they are all a bunch of phonies. They claim to care about things like women being put in positions of power, women of color being put in positions of power. And then when it actually happens, because that woman happened to be a Republican, it's crickets from that team. You know what? I'm I'm personally a champion, although I have never voted for a Democrat before, of all women getting out there. If there's something you believe in and you want to run for an office, you ought to do it. I don't care what side you're on. I think it's a great thing 
Um, and, and I'm for empowering all women, even those that maybe do not agree with, you know, my political views. But on, on of course, the side of the squad, they have nothing to say about it. And I love um, this woman, Winston, Winston Sears, who you just, right, just referenced, right. the newly elected <laughs> lieutenant governor of Virginia. She is so incredibly impressive. Her story is truly, she says it herself, the American dream. It is the story of the American dream. I think she was a Marine. and She was a Marine. She was a full citizen of the yes. United States because she knew what was at stake. She knew what this country was all about. And it's a beautiful thing to see that she got elected to this office. I think she has an incredibly promising career, career ahead, ahead of her. She is so smart. I think she is spot on with all of her points on everything I've seen her talk about. Um, I think she's going to have a, a great career as the lieutenant governor of Virginia. And then I hope we see her go on to well, do bigger and better things there, because there's she's no question. doing a great job. There's no question, Laura, that a lieutenant governor-elect, Winsome Sears, is one of the most impressive women that I have seen in a long time. And she talks about the fact that she loved this country so much she was willing to give up her life for it. She said, and I'm not special. She said, I just worked hard and I stayed with it. You know, and they called her a white supremacist. They called Larry Elder, another African-American who ran for governor in the recall in California. They called him a white yep. supremacist. So although CRT and everything they, 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 they uh, uh, you know, try to teach is about the color of your skin. Hey, it's not about the color of their skin. It's, it's about the content of their character. I mean, they reverse it. They say, even though they're black, they're white supremacists. They are such phonies. It is, it is amazing. But, uh, Lord Trump, just one last question. I mean, as we go forward, uh, does your father-in-law, the former president, talk about running in 2024? Do you have any, anything you want to tell us? <laughs> Should I break some news here with you, Judge, today? <laughs> yeah. Sunday morning? Um, well, I think we all know that he, loves this country, that he's felt very strongly about standing up for um, everyday Americans, for the forgotten men and women of this country. It's why he ran in 2016. It's right why he ran in 2020. And look, we'll see ultimately what happens. But I know that he is so upset to see how quickly things have taken a downward turn since Joe Biden was inaugurated as president of the United States. I know that he cares very much about putting the America First agenda back uh, you know, into America and making it part of, of who we are and our ethos as a country. So I'll let him make any major announcement. <laughs> but I think I think that people uh, and I'm telling you, I think it's an interesting thing what's happened right now, because Joe Biden obviously is not a person I would have ever voted for. I think he's doing a terrible job, right, but he is single handedly right. red pilling more people in this country than it's any Republican candidate could do than any single Republican or conservative themselves could do because he's showing exactly why virtue signaling and voting for somebody uh, based on sunshine, lollipops and rainbows and not actual results in what they want to do for this country that right. shows you what it'll get you. And it's a bad situation. Laura Trump, thanks so much for joining us on this Sunday morning. We love having you. Take care. Thank you. Great to be with you. Thanks.